0: And don't be naive to the fact that you accept Jesus and you and you say to yourself, "Okay, I'm able to keep me. I'm able to maintain this relationship with my own power, because the reality is you don't have power to maintain yourself. Good morning, everyone, and let me be the first to welcome you back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where we are inspired, challenged to change for the better. Welcome back to the show. And for those that are new, welcome to your first, but not your last time here with Create with Kendra. As we all know, every single week, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman or woman for doing what they do. Absolutely best. This week is no different. So we are going to put our spotlight on. Miss Dina Williams. Dina is the founder of Vitamin D Entertainment. Um, She is an entrepreneur out of Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. She is an advocate for art, culture, and social justice and does so through her business, Vitamin D Entertainment. D enjoys being creative outside of her business through music, writing, and has recently joined the writing team of Unassociated. D, we are super excited for what You are producing through vitamin D and also being a part of the unassociated team and community. More blessings to you, what God is going to do with your business. Amen. So just a reminder of audience participation for our new listeners. Audience participation is something that is highly encouraged here on Create with Kendra. Um, This is a place for us that is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And I want us to be comfortable and feel at liberty to share anything that is on our hearts. We always got something to talk about. We always got questions about something. So why not bring your questions about faith, about relationships, about just day-to-day living and what it means to be Christian, what it means to... I mean, whatever conversation that you want to have here, whatever question you want answered here, you are so welcomed to submit all things through our Ask Kendra function on unassociated.com. So how do you do this? I'm glad you asked. So you can go to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra, and you can submit anything um, via audio, or you can type and write in. And I am always delighted to answer any questions or bring your topics of discussion to the mic. Um, definitely, these are real life situations real life questions that sometimes aren't always answered within your family sometimes they're not answered within the church <clears throat> sometimes you just never get you know get things talked about right there are some ta- there are some taboo um categories and topics that a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about but I let me tell you this I am not shy of anything um if that is you head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra and even if you don't want it as you know put on the show you can email me personally and I will um be excited and delighted to exchange with you so today's conversation actually does come from a submission from Ask Kendra. And it reads, Hello, Kendra. I hope all is well. Lately, I have ha- been having a hard time standing firm in faith. And I was wondering, how do you stand firm in the faith? Even in days when I feel tired or have a not right now feeling, right? We all have that. (laughs) Um, It gets pretty hard sometimes, especially when wanting to be diligent with God. Thank you for taking the time to read this and have a blessed day. Well, thank you so much for taking out the time to ask this very important question. This is something that I sat with for a little bit. And um, it just really it it really drew my attention to what is lacking in our relationship with God. And I'm I'm really glad that this is a a conversation that we're going to have today. Um for those that are in relationship with Jesus. If you have Accepted Jesus as your Savior. You are walking with Him. Um, I want, I want us to go back to that moment in time. Um, remember when you first got saved and how excited you were, and how on fire you were, and the passion just that just exuded from you about your faith and about being in relationship with Jesus. Um, and wanting to attend every Christian event there is under the sun, let me tell you about um, the first time. You know, I don't say the first time, <laughs> the time. Not the first time, but the time that I accepted Jesus in my life, I was nine years old and um, I remember being in church and this was actually the first sermon as a kid that I paid attention to. And I thought like, wow, like I really want to live for Jesus. And so um, after the sermon was all said and done, um, the preacher called up, you know, for an altar call. Nobody was going. I felt kind of scared to go up there. And I was like, but I want to get saved. I want to get saved. And um, (laughs) I just went. I I believe that the Lord held my hand and walked with me to the altar. And at nine years old, I surrendered my life to Christ. And I've been walking with him ever since. Um, And I tell you that it was one of the best decisions. Actually, it was the best decision that I've ever made in my life was to surrender it to christ um i remember getting saved um young and i grew up in a pentecostal um, church so pentecostal church of god in christ it is very traditional um, a traditional black church which i love um there are some things that you get in the pentecostal church that you don't find anywhere else um, i remember going to tarrying services and if that rings a bell holla if you hear me okay if you know you know about what tarrying services are it would be um it honestly i I remember them being after church it would be like a six o'clock service right It wasn't always a full house at the church, but it'd be like a six o'clock service and it'd be all the church mothers there. Right. And if they would tell you at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock service, they'll say, if you want, if you want to get filled with the Holy Ghost, if you want to, um, you know, experience the gift of God, come back to the Tyrian service. And I'm like, look. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Let's go. And the mothers would just surround you at the altar and and pray over you and lay hands on you until you were filled with the precious gift of God's Holy Spirit. And they would sort of coach you through it and pray you through. Um, and it was, it was, it's, it's an experience. Like I said, if you know, you know, and, um, Tarrying services is when I remember receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, And I want to talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit in this episode. Because oftentimes we feel like when we go to the altar and we surrender our life to Christ, and we say, Lord, we want to be saved, that that's it. That we don't have to revisit the altar. That we don't have to ask the Lord to fill us, that we don't have to do all of these things. And the thing about it is, we do. There is always a consistency. There is always going to be a a refilling when it comes to our Christian walk. Why is the gift of God's Holy Spirit important for us to have? It's because we can never keep ourselves by our own power. We have no power. When we go and accept Christ as our Savior, it's a wonderful thing. But don't be fooled and don't be naive to the fact that you accept Jesus and you, and you say to yourself, okay, I'm able to keep me. I'm able to maintain this relationship with my own power because the reality is you don't have power to maintain yourself. We don't. We really don't. And we do a disservice to ourselves when we feel like we're in control of the entire relationship and we don't need the help of God. And we don't need the conviction of God. And we don't need God to correct us. And we don't need him to mold us. And we don't need him to fill us. And we don't need him to change us. And we don't need him to do the things that he needs to do in us in order to get us in right standing with him. Like we don't need to submit our way. Like we don't need to submit our will. Our sinful nature Our will, our way, our wants, our desires are things that get in the way, right? The thing is, if you think that you can keep yourself as a Christian without the power of God, you're wrong. But why is it important to have the gift of the Holy Spirit? We need the power of the Holy Spirit to do what we can't do. We need his supernatural power to do what our flesh won't allow us to do by itself. So what happens when we don't have the gift of the Holy Spirit? We we go up to the altar and we accept Jesus and then we think Life is going to be easy as soon as I give my life to to God. And and I I want to stop here just just for a little bit, make a little pit stop. For all of my leaders, my small group teachers, folks that are trying to pull folks, other people to Christ. Stop telling people that their life is going to be easy and their life is going to be nothing but good and their life is going to be perfect and their problems are just going to go away as soon as they accept Jesus. Because that is not the truth. Stop telling people that. I remember listening to some church on Facebook and the guy that was praying was like, if you give your life to Christ, everything is going to be better and your life is going to be, you know, your, all your problems are going to go away. And I was like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. That is not the truth. Yes, your life is going to be better because in the in um, you have salvation, but you're still going through what you're going to go through here on earth. You're still going to have tribulation. You're still going to be, you know tested you're still going to endure pain and hardship and but when you go through it with jesus he gives you the strength to climb those mountains when you go through the storm with jesus he doesn't allow the waters to overtake you you see what i'm saying he never promised us that our lives will be perfect or that we would be happy for most of it. But he did promise that he'll never leave us. He did promise that he'll be with us until the end. He did promise that in turmoil that he'll give us peace. He did say that he will be our joy. Now we we have to, I just, I just wanted to, clear that up real quick because oftentimes we believe that when we accept jesus then all of our problems go away but we don't then life gets hard and then we experience temptation and we fall back into our old lives because jesus didn't work for us no it wasn't that jesus didn't work for us it's that we weren't fully submitted to him check that are you fully submitted to god i talked about a couple weeks ago sometimes you know the way that the lord wants us to walk and how he wants us to walk and how he wants us to live does not agree with our flesh so do we choose our flesh over god's spirit it's our choice right when, we, when life happens and temptation comes and when we choose our flesh then god becomes in a position to where we put him that i'll talk to the lord at my earliest convenience and then it goes to this teeter totter, um, lukewarm situation. We get tired, we get weird, and we get weary when life hits, and we're like, "I'm tired. I don't want to do this Christian thing no more." But baby, let me tell you, Christ can keep you if you want to be kept. So what God's Spirit does is it keeps us beyond our ability. The Holy Spirit keeps us beyond our own ability. He will change your bad habits. He will ma- He will help you fight against your flesh. He will help you fight the wars in your mind. He will keep you if you wanna be kept. But Kendra, how do I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? Do I gotta go find a Pentecostal church? In a group, a, a church mothers to pray me through a terian service? No, not necessarily. Let's go to the Word of God. We're going to Luke, Luke chapter eleven, verses nine through thirteen. This is the new. Um, this is the NIV version. I don't know what NIV stands for, <laughs> but this is the NIV version. Um, Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13, and it reads, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. One who seeks finds. and The one who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you fathers? For if your son asks for a fish, give him a snake instead. For if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The word of the Lord is blessed. The word of the Lord is blessed. I want to read that last one uh, real quick. It's like the last portion of chapter 13. It says, how much more will your father in heaven give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That is so comforting to know that I don't have to be a part of a certain denomination to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I don't have to have a certain status or a certain a certain um, level of biblical, you, you know, exeges and all that fancy stuff, biblical knowledge to have to give to the Holy Spirit. I don't have to be the greatest intellectual to have to give to the Holy Spirit. I don't have to be a part of a certain pedigree, a certain community. I don't have to be a certain color, ethnicity. I can just ask my Heavenly Father to fill me with the gift of the precious Holy Ghost. And He'll do it. So when I, when I think about the question that was asked earlier of what it means to be weak and, and worn and tired. and but, but, but my heart really wants to serve God. And I, and I want to be pleasing to him, but it's, it's hard right now. Don't be discouraged. You don't have to be discouraged. But I want to encourage you, if you are feeling weak in your faith, Or even if you're feeling strong, because the truth of the matter is you ain't going to ever always be at the mountaintop. Whether if you are strong in your faith or if you're feeling weak. Our prayer needs to be, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me the gift of your Holy Spirit, God. And you don't have to be in a church building to tarry. You can tarry in your own room. You can tarry in the living room, at the dining table, just in prayer and not asking God for, for things that that like earthly things like, God, give me money, give me a car, give me, you know, I, 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 want, I, want, I want this man, I want whatever. Like we, we ask God for a lot of shallow stuff. When is the last time you ask God to fill me again? And for even those that, that got filled with the, with, the, with the Holy Spirit 10 years ago or got saved 20 years ago, you can ask him for a refilling because some of us need a double dip, honey. <laughs> some of us need a double dip. Let that be your constant prayer. That is my answer to this question. Ask the Lord to fill you with his spirit every day because the spirit of God it's the keeping power. When, when Jesus was here on earth, and he told his disciples, I'm not going to always be with you. The disciples were heartbroken. Their feelings was heck of hurt. Like, how are you going to leave? You performed all these miracles. You are just the greatest ever. How are you going to leave us? And Jesus said, don't worry. I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you someone that's going to comfort you. And that's going to be my spirit. And I want us to remember that we have access to the power of the Holy Spirit, the keeping power. We just got to ask for it. Don't let your journey of Jesus stop at the sinner's prayer, but let it continue with the constant prayer of God, feel me over again. Feel me until I overflow Feel me until everything in me that is not right, that is not like you, is taken out. God, renew my heart. Renew my mind. Clean me up. Let that be our prayer. Pray it until you feel something. Pray it until your attitude changes. Pray it until your actions change. Pray it until your faith gets a little bit more strength and a little bit more strength, and a little bit more strength, pray that prayer of God, feel me. And if you've asked him to feel you, God, feel me again until I overflow in Jesus' name. And so that is something that I would want to encourage us all um, to the writer of this question, to the listeners of this episode. If your faith is weak, Even if you feel like it's strong at the moment, continuously ask God to feel you again. All right, y'all. That's all I have for this week. We're going to close out in prayer. The people's prayer. I want to pray. I want to pray for everyone that is listening right now. Um, So with all hearts and minds clear, Father, thank you so much for your goodness, your kindness, your grace, your mercy, your continuous love in favor. God, I pray right now for those that are listening and for even the person that wrote this question in, that you give us the will and the want to pray and ask for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. God, I pray that you open up our hearts and allow us to prepare room for you to invade our lives. God, we want to give you a yes, a yes to, to your will for our lives, a yes excluding what we want and taking up your ways. God, I I pray that you keep us and we shall be kept. God, I pray that for those that are struggling, pray for the power of the Holy Spirit and that you overwhelm them and consume them with fire. God, we love you. God, we praise you. And God, we believe that it can be done and that it will be done through your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. That is all I have for this week. I am super excited about the prayers that are going to go forth. I, your sister, will be praying for you as well that someone receives the precious gift of the Holy Spirit um, on this week. And y'all write in and y'all tell y'all testimonies about the goodness of God. Um, I can't wait to hear it. Until next time, beautiful people, be blessed.